I played saxophone on that yeah, song. Absolutely. Pretty cool. You blew the horn. I sure did. I tooted my own horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had to have a couple of ribs removed, but I made it happen. Welcome back. Party people to another edition of the first cut, an episodic journey through the sonic underground of today. Now put the kids down for a nap, open up a bottle of the good stuff, and sit tight, because it's about to get weird. Seriously, this is not for kids. You've been properly warned. Hello and welcome back, everybody. All you beautiful people, our guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and everyone that exists else on this wonderful spectrum of life. You are back with the first cut with Daniel Von Herbulis, that's me, and Evan Halfman. That's how my phone calls you. Namaste. Namaste right here and listen to Ambient. How about that shit? With our first pick, we have... Uh, the artist Wings of an Angel and the album. Hang on, I'm going to try this all in one breath. <sighs> going to work every day is not advisable. However, sleeping your life away in an, ab- in an abandoned cavern is a much better solution to all our existential problems. And the first track, Be Human and Let Death Be Your Rival. Thank God that wasn't one of the longer <laughs> track titles because I was losing my breath. They're trying to copy that uh, Fiona Apple thing. I don't get it. Yeah, she well, she had a couple of albums that had extremely long titles. Mm. So, Evan, so you washed your feet recently? I actually do regularly. To be really? honest, I I cannot fucking stand going to sleep with like dirty feet. Re- Hang on, but okay, okay. So this is <laughs> this no, is no, no, so no. this is it's so amazing. We, we, yeah, we fucking like just popped <laughs> off like right away. But here's the thing, right? So you you take a shower. Do you like like pay extra attention? Oh I yeah, no. My feet I, if I take a, if I take a shower, yeah, I, my um, my wife has to use a shower chair. So luckily, I have a, sure. a chair in my shower. Uh, which is a tongue shower. twister. A chair in my shower. A chair in my shower. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you had done that much more times, it would have been <laughs> fucked. Um, so I sit down and I, I slather them up, lather them up. You know how I do with my body wash. And I know I, I pay extra special attention to the feet. So if I got my this little... This is um, actually blowing my mind. Yeah, if I got my little um, uh, uh, pumice, pumice, whatever you call it. Yeah, pumice. Pumice. Pumice stone. If I got my little... I always get those fucked up for some reason. If I got my little... Um, uh, my pumice stone. I'll, I'll give it a you know, take off the old you know, the old extra layer. Would but, you Would you care to guess how many times in my life I have scrubbed my feet? Uh, I that I have myself that I've taken the initiative to clean my feet. Two or three? Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Now, granted. Uh, <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I would go so far as to say, and granted, maybe I'm going to get, like, really fucking bashed here, but I would be willing to bet, as far as as cis-hetero men uh, are concerned, I'm probably not in the minority, but hey, comment below and let me know if I am. Yeah. Um, I don't really wash my feet at all. I feel like, like well, my the, thinking is, like, the soap runs down, it washes my feet, I'm kind of swooshing around in it. 
I always feel it's like fine. that's like my it's inner fine. Muslim or something because I know that that's inner like a what? Muslim because I know that okay. like that's like a cultural thing for a, for them to wash their feet. Islam, yeah, it's like oh. important to keep your feet clean. I have um, no idea. But uh, I don't know. It's just yeah. It's um, it's it's a thing for me. I don't. I I can't fucking lay down in bed and fall asleep if I have dirty tootsies. Hmm. They've got to be clean. I thought perhaps you were maybe thinking of just like the Middle East in general at large because our artist here is actually Israeli. Fascinating. Okay. Very interesting. Well, um, no, so it's like if I, um, yeah, if I'm in the shower, I pay extra attention, but then there are often times where where I'm like, yeah, I don't have, I don't have, (laughs) I don't have time to take a shower. So I will just put my feet in the tub and give them a good old scrape down remove all of the skin, Jesus. clean it from inside out, clean out yeah, the bones. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. Fucking open the maintenance hatch and <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels good and I can yeah, massage well. my feet at the same time, give them a little massage. Why do you do you hang on? Do you always say that? that <laughs> no, I don't fucking okay, say it that thank way. Thank God. Massage. Um, massage is a hard J. <laughs> um don't, don't say the M&M line. I know oh, you thought yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I did. You yeah, fucking yeah. You fucking reached into my little brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, little, and I, I use. I also squirrel brain. I also use a reflexology mat. What's which, that? Um, uh, I don't know shit about fuck. Enlighten me. Well, my beloved sister-in-law, okay, um, uh, introduced me to uh, to the world of reflexology mats. Cool, cool. And so you you go on um, Amazon and you buy a little mat, and uh, it you Hi, just. Matt. I'm at. <laughs> and you you stick your little feet on them and and it's got like it's like a little mat you know and it's got I'm um at. it's got like little spikes all over the all over the top and it's not spikes oh, I've seen those yeah it's just like little rubber or plastic yeah. spikes and they're and so you just you just step on it and you squish your feet around and that's it, for the shower it's all uh you can do it in the shower or or you can just do it shower elsewhere thank you can you do it in the much. shower yeah okay thank you and uh and um now you just wiggle your little feet around, and it's it just like it's like almost like acupuncture in a way. How it like okay, it oh, yeah. Are you the, done? It gets all the no. Can even, we talk about the music? Not even fucking close. Mm. I feel like this music is quite fitting for a uh, reflexology session. I mean, I guess so. Maybe that was the original intention of the <laughs> artist. Is like I hope somebody talks about their gross fucking feet while we're while listening to my music um, on a podcast. Yeah. No, yeah. but anyhow, uh, ambient. 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 So we had talked a few weeks ago. Mm. God, it feels like half a lifetime ago. Mm. On our dark ambient list Mm. as to how dark ambient is a music that is created, that that creates an atmosphere of unease. And I said ambient does the exact opposite, which of course is a pretty bold statement considering that ambient is a very vague blanket term however Mm. just ambient at large i would say that is is the case um but um it's so fucking fascinating when you listen to like a good ambient i feel like if you listen to a good ambient artist whether it's ambient dark ambient soundscape whatever it's really hard to say this explicitly is what I like about the artist. I love that, like, looking at this album artwork, I think it's fucking brilliant. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I um, couldn't get it. Let me see that. Yeah, do it. A little it. more closely. 
Yeah. Are you able to see it now? Well, yeah, it's great. It, it's you want to borrow my glacey? Nah. Okay. I could probably use some at some point, though. Yeah, probably. But uh, It's getting pretty fucking dark in here. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I like the artwork. It's very, uh, it looks clearly very, like, meaningful and, yeah. uh, um, what's the word? Um, uh, um, Grebnior. Grebnior. No. No. <laughs> no, it looks uh, Gern, deliberate. Gern That's the word. Finn. God damn it. Yeah. The word deliberate. It looks like, um, you know, I, I feel like I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but but uh, I, I feel like a lot of modern music um, uh, is, like, rooted, as far as, like, the artwork, it tends to be rooted in anti-art or, like, yeah, 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 yeah. non-art. Like, like, I took a picture of a feather against a yeah, white exactly. wall. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, I, that's like a huge pet peeve of mine. I mean, if if you and your band are into that, that's fine. Whatever. I, I just I don't go for that. Here's just, my thing. Yeah, the the anti art concept to me says we're focusing on mundanity. And granted, if your music focuses on mundanity, assalamu alaikum. Hmm. But uh, I, I think that's the big thing. Is when I see art that looks like that it makes me think like yeah this is either probably going to be boring or it's going to be rooted in ideas that are boring um so like i remember like uh uh, lord i don't remember if it was their last album but one of like uh fate's warnings last albums had like um an origami like crane or something on it it was just a blank album cover with like a black and red uh, mm. drawn origami piece on it and I was yeah. like cool well it's like uh, it's like a sun kill moon that fucking miserable bastard I don't know um, who that is well for folks out there who are familiar with Mark Kozilek and sun kill moon um, it, uh, he is kind of a fucking scoundrel interesting um, and and yeah that's sort of been his his um, bent lately is is an obsession with like uh, just anti-art is his um his music is fucking horrible i mean mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way um, i don't know who it is so i'm just i think benji nodding along well i think i think benji was good to a degree um again i'm talking to the people i get that yep. you don't yeah, familiar, that's cool familiar i'll just tap my toes over here and twiddle my thumbs yeah, well make sure they're clean too yeah you want to do that for me <laughs> yeah yeah sure um uh but uh, yes, that's if anyone who's like familiar with uh, Sun Kill Moon and his his frequent or his um, recent output, which is you know maybe over the past four or five years, it's complete and utter trash. Mm. I mean, and and it's hard to explain just by talking about it. <laughs> it's certainly like I don't want to advise anyone to go and actually listen to Dude, it. Dude, isn't because... that the worst? I, I hate to cut you off, which I do. All no, time, no, go but... ahead. I mean, isn't that kind of the worst when you're like. I kind of want you to hear it so that you can sympathize yeah, with how bad that I feel about it. But I also don't want you to fucking support that person either. Especially and by because, listening to it, you'll be yeah. doing that. Especially because it's not merely just that his music is bad. It's that he is, I mean, he's he's a, like a bad person. He's yeah. like done a lot of, he's... um. You mean like Morrissey? Yeah. Oh, basically. <laughs> but worse. I mean, he, he's like... He's, he's, hang on. He's worse yeah, yeah. than Morrissey? Oh, he's, he's been accused of rape several times. Okay, yeah, that is worse um, than Morrissey. Morrissey is mostly just the shit that he's said. Yeah, and he's he's openly on stage. <clears throat> um, uh, he was most famously, after he released Benji in 2014, mm-hmm. he, um, like, on stage, uh, um, he was he was uncomfortable with um, 
like a a female journalist who was trying to interview him mm-hmm. and he wound up going on stage and saying oh fuck this bitch she wants to sit on my dick or something so yeah he's like mm-hmm. he's clearly like a, a hang, hang on to the producers of this show which is just me talking to me back can we clip that back of evan saying that can we make a drop of that yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's a horrible one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Playback. <laughs> yeah yeah um but uh yeah so anyways i don't want to get too far off onto that because it's just it's gross no, yeah. but but I'm yes um i i like I, I love it when artists and bands have an appreciation for art form and and um uh and just photographic like it's almost like past master painterly um uh qualities you know mm-hmm. we're talking like the 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 rules I, I like following the rules of art you know rule of thirds or yeah yeah or, well, that's um, a big thing in photography for sure yeah and, and what have you and so you know I'm I'm uh, I'm one of those folks who really thinks that art you know I, I like an album cover to be as fast like I mean Jesus Christ I was just listening to um, Abbey Road earlier mm-hmm. and uh, and of course that's like prob- probably the most um, iconic album cover of all time it's way up there for sure and and it's like yeah how brilliant is that like it's just so simple but so interesting and and symmetrical i wonder if if we really put our minds to it what would you say are the five most iconic album covers of all time because abbey road definitely way up there i don't know can we say just one beatles like or like maybe just one from each band because I would just yeah. start rattling off just Beatles up. So there. here's the thing: I, I thought of two immediately that I'm like those are like extraordinarily iconic. Mm. <clears throat> well, okay, so there's there's three that are immediately stand out, right? Mm. That's Abbey Road by the Beatles, mm-hmm. Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, and Hypnosis, then yeah. Um, Nevermind by Nirvana. Yep, yep. Um. It's like, yeah, they're so iconic that when you just say them, the image pops up. You yep, know, you know, you know. Exactly. You, every fucking detail and minutia you remember distinctly. Um, and that's the thing. I'm really struggling to come up with any that are like anywhere near that iconic. Uh, yeah, off the top of the dome, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, because exactly like you said, anywhere near because I can I, like yeah. I think of like think of like Electric Ladyland or something, you know. But it's yeah, like that's that's, not that's still not it, it's or Axis Bold as Love. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like I think you can <clears throat> say the name of the album and that wouldn't immediately pop in your head. Yeah, I would um, say Axis pops in my head yeah. right away, but I don't think it would hit most people under the age of forty five. Yeah. Um, um. God, it's that's tough. I think uh, the Velvet Underground's uh, oh the Lord. banana cover yeah, yeah, yeah but I can't think of what the fuck the name of that album is that one was huge uh, Velvet Underground and Nico it's there you um, go. It, I'd it, probably put that in my top five I think that was just self titled I thought maybe but, but I mean my big thing is like because of the like like the Warhol reference like the style and everything like that became well he was like they were like Warhol's pet band yeah yeah exactly it became an extremely iconic album cover yeah. So I would say those four, and then, um, fuck. Fascinating. I know, I know moving pictures is way up there, but I don't think it's nearly that high. Um, wow, this is actually tough. Yeah. Oh, oh God, how could I not? In the Court of the Crimson King. 
I mean, holy that's shit. not that fun. I mean, it is, but only to fucking King Crimson fans. Uh, I would think to a lot more than just King. I, I would I feel don't like think so. I feel like most discerning music listeners, like people, that yeah, you're I right. Pro- it's not anywhere near Abbey Road. I would probably or, put that in like the top fifteen. Yeah. But I mean, that's like top fifteen of everybody and every everybody and every album. But I don't think I'd put it in the top five of discerning music listeners. I'm with you, but that's not most people. Yeah, no, I, I've yeah. I've kind of quit the top five thing because I'm yeah. just like, I, well, I, I'm one away from fucking top five, so yeah. that's the only reason. Granted, I bet a lot of people would be like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" Including the Velvet Underground, but I, I mean, to me personally, I think so. Mm. Um, God, see, that's tough. My brain, my my brain. My brain is defaulting to like um, 90s and mid aughts bands, and I don't think I don't think any of those have been like as iconic in stark contrast. But mm. when I think of like Rush, the most iconic was Moving Pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Queen didn't really have that many iconic album covers. I mean, I know you could say um, A Night at the Opera, but Okay, fuck it. I'll say A Night at the Opera because that's actually been like replicated many, many, many times. So I'll say that that's my top five. Indeed. Indeed. Cool. Um, that being said, going way back, um, I, I think the funny thing is when you're listening to ambient artists and you say like, what do I want to comment on? What is there to comment on? Most particularly, it's like, well, I mean, how do you feel? Because you can't really talk too, too much on the end of composition because there's not a direct melody or rhythm to pull here. And there's no lyrics because there's no singing. So you come down to, do I want to listen to it so analytically to say, well, I really like the sound of this drone that is reminiscent of blah 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 but with such and such effects or these found tones or whatever do you want to be that analytical about it or do you want to just say i really like the way this makes me feel and i think that's the easiest thing which of course might be kind of a cop-out in its own right but that's probably the most responsible way to view this and i really like the way this makes me feel it's very relaxing um, <clears throat> I could very, very easily see myself meditating or sleeping to this music. And um, to my partner, those are both two very big facets of her life, meditating and sleeping. So um, so this music may be of service to me. But with that, I also find it fascinating that you can see down here... Um, the album is Name Your Price, which, you know, I've talked about my feelings on that. It means to me, you could get it for free or you could buy it, whichever you prefer, probably better to buy it. But if you wanted to get this artist's entire discography, which I have no intention of digging all the way through, their discography of 629 releases is $1.00. Mm-hmm. I have never in my life seen that shit. Fascinating. So releases could be anything from singles to remixes to EPs to LPs. This is an LP. 
uh, as far as I'm aware, this first track is 20 minutes long and we're almost done with it. Yeah, 20 minutes, 13 and a half minutes, 28 minutes, 20 minutes. So it's actually, and then 18 minutes. That's an extremely L LP. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is quite good. There is certainly not a lack of content. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So I quite enjoy this. Um, it makes me feel nice and right at home. Um, even if the album title is a little wordy for me. Yeah. But hey, I'm biased. I had to read it out loud in one breath. Yeah. Going to work every day. That's my everyday nightmare. It's not advisable, though. Yeah. If only. Yeah. I mean, you have a family, so that's kind of a thing. I do not. I could just fuck off and go back to Florida, but... Yeah. But, you know, um, as the song is beginning to wrap up, I believe we've had a a nice little foray into this artist. And, uh, you know, personally, I feel very satiated and ready to move on to the next. I mean, how do you feel about that? Yeah. You know, I don't care if at any point in time we win podcast of the year. That's not true. But... Mm. I really think we deserve to win Bromance of the Year. Come on. Don't you think? Come on, people. That's what I'm saying. Come on. On with our next pick. And our next pick is Son of. And uh, we're going to. Oh, with the album is Ohu. That's what it looks like to me. The first track is uh, also titularly Ohu. Uh, This artist is Russian. Mm. Each track on this album is 10 minutes long. There's six of them, so that Mm. makes it exactly a 60 minutes minutes long. Yeah. Um, This album (laughs) is $1 if you're interested. Uh, They also have a discography available that is extremely extensive. Uh, being 1,237 releases. And if you are interested, it is $124.60. Fascinating. I think they they should have made it $123.45. Because then it would have been one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> That's what I would do, You're I guess. so stupid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> math genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. So, anyhow... Um, Dude, my cable kind of got in the way of this top release here, which came out in April of 2021. And it, like, I got a little, I don't want to say dyslexic as much as, like, I was fucking the characters up. Mm. And I saw April 2201. I'm like, holy shit. Oh. Homie's, <laughs> homie's uh, putting shit 200 years into the future. Yeah, That's I'm crazy. With, I'm done with that fucking that uh that 2000s shit man i'm on that yeah i'm on that 2200 ish yeah yeah i'm on that future third eye people on that future tip man yeah so right in that future yeah as the people know about me okay ambient or ambient if you're a cool french person i'm not (laughs) is uh you know it's not not like my not my bag you know it's not like fishing in k back it's not my, <laughs> it's not my speciality. I take you a second. 
Yeah. You never <laughs> even watched Letterkenny, did you? No, I didn't watch that, but oh, it was fucking goofy. But um, so anyhow, um, uh, it's not my it's not my speciality. Uh, I don't. It's not what I go for most of the time. If I'm going to sit down and like listen to some music or. Um, even if I'm putting on background music, it's typically going to be something like city pop or, or like uh, jazz fusion or, or something, something that has like a beat, something that's driving somewhere, you know. Sure. Um, ambient is uh, um, not that. Not that. Uh, but it's, it's nevertheless hard to listen to while you're driving for very, sure. Very you'll special. Fall asleep and yeah. Oh god, I, I couldn't imagine. But uh, uh, you know, that's not to say that there aren't uh, ambient things I like and I I mean I do like this so far I probably like this better than the first pick and I don't mean to say that this Uh-oh. is better Uh-oh. It's, just, it's just I guess maybe it um this almost feels like it has like a field recording or mm-hmm. like um or like electroacoustic the way that this uh, moves in waves, it actually feels almost like it's starting to get into like a post rock territory. Yeah, I, can, I like that that element yeah. of it. I do, and, I, and maybe the aesthetic too. I like. It I reminds like, me yeah. very vaguely of the band Hammock, and I love Hammock. Interesting. I can't wait to do another post rock episode. And what's this album cover, anyways? It, I, I have no. I find that very interesting. Idea. To be honest, I mean. It looks like it's okay. It looks trees. like yeah. So it looks like a like a negative, like a negative. It probably like is, a, yeah. So if you made that negative, it'd be extremely dark. But they instead yeah. left it um, like that. I think that's kind of cool. It's neat. It's very cool. I mean, you know, I guess it's we were just talking about anti art and all that stuff, and that's maybe in that vein. But I do think it is actually really interesting to look at because yeah. from afar it does kind of have that like. I don't. Would you really say that this is in that vein? Because it, it might be, like, on the surface, yeah? That's what I but, mean, yeah, like, on the, the surface. D- the further you dig into it, you start seeing more content and more yeah. things to actually No, and I, I, I find this interesting. I, yeah, for sure. I think that it looks good. But um, I feel like you could say the same thing about the music. Yeah, I, th- for, I think the music is good. For all intents and purposes. Yeah, and I, and I feel like, of course, ambient is, is like a genre where it, you, know, you don't feel guilty for admitting that you could fall asleep to it. I mean, um, because, yeah. because you know, there tends to be a, a shame involved with, like, oh, it's like, hey, man, your music is so good. I fell asleep to it. I'd be like, oh, well, that's not really, like, what I intended. I feel like it, I want it to be engaging. I feel like with a lot of your your music specifically, that wouldn't be that offensive. And it's not because no. your music isn't engaging. Yeah, it's because right. it is a little more calm. Yeah. Um, yep. yep. And, yeah. Well, and then as I get older, I'm an old man now. I mean, like if somebody was listening to the song like "Fire Speaking," yeah, oh, I, yeah, that's what I immediately it. thought of when you said, yeah. "Yeah." I guess out of all my songs, if there's some one that uh, someone could fall asleep to, yeah, it'd be. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I played saxophone on that yeah, song. Absolutely. Pretty cool. He blew the horn. I sure did. I he tooted my own horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had to have a couple of ribs removed, but I made my it pipes. happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Got my spittle up in and out of there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, who? Oh, who? I don't know if that's correct. but I believe so. I But, I, hey, I don't know. I'm not Russian. I like it, though, because actually it, this does have... Um, this. I guess maybe something that I like about it... That sounded wrong. Something that I like about it. But, uh, no, the, I guess the quality of it that, that I just put my finger on, I guess, <laughs> is um, it... Uh, so to speak, uh, because it reminds me a little bit of uh, Tree Fingers off of Kid A. Oh, Radio interesting. Kid A. Yeah. Um, 
and anyone who's familiar with that album, yeah, Tree Fingers is like the ambient song in like kind of the smack dab, like middle of of the uh, the record, and it's just such an interesting uh, piece because yeah, it's just like an ambient tune, um, which Radiohead had never done that before. So, for you know, of course, you know, Kid A is such a monumental work. But oh uh, my god, get on with yeah, it! Yeah, I know. I feel like such a no, fucking douchebag. <laughs> well, Kid A was so. Well, amazing. you see, adjusts glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only said I had to say that out loud because I physically did it. But I'm I like, almost oh, feel yeah, like Amnesiac is a better album sometimes, though. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, uh, yes, Tree Fingers. Uh, yeah, I think this kind of has that same kind of sound. Like it's it's almost like many different tones that are kind of playing at the same time, but they're like. Ones are getting louder, and then the other ones are getting quieter. I'm sorry, I imagine tree fingers, but in place of snake eater. So I heard, like, in my head, I'm still in a dream, tree fingers. Yeah. Did I send you that uh, that weird like Japanese commercial the other day that had like Snake Eater playing during it? But it was the, the Burger King commercial. I, don't, I didn't watch it. Not yet. I have to fucking mentally prep myself for some of this shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I mean, I like, look at this dude fisting it. himself. Yeah. And no, no, no. I don't. Send I, I generally, like when you send me stuff, I, I, and I, this is probably correct. I, no, I don't have my phone. Damn well. It. It's this is probably correct. Correct me if I'm wrong, but okay, it's probably correct that I can assume safely that um, what you send me is not safe for work. And if it is, then um, then you will like mention it because you have done that before. No, yeah, like, I mean typically. Like, that, oh yeah, this one you can definitely play around. This so here, here's the thing: not not just for not suitable for work, but also I know you're. I, I and granted I may be walking on eggshells a little bit here your partner has somewhat of delicate sensibilities so I like to be careful about that so I'll be like hey this is one you might want to watch alone to not only she say she has a frail constitution okay uh, <laughs> to not only say hey yeah you probably shouldn't watch this at work but you also might not want to watch this with the wife or kids but I typically make it a point to say like yeah this is one that you're going to want to watch alone um, like whenever I send you a sick animation video, I'll be like, she likes some of them. <laughs> some, yeah, I would say maybe three percent. She loves Sean Jared. Shut, but Sean Jared is completely. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's completely. Yeah. Clean. she liked the Facebook one too. I mean, that one it does. That it's one's a not raunchier. that bad though. Is it yeah. a little raunchy? Um, what part of not, it? Not, not, not like sexually. Um, but I, uh, hang on, I'm gonna run through every line of that thing in my head real quick. But. uh... I would say it's but, like but, mildly racist, but that's mildly. But then also, but then there's also like I don't know, like um, uh, she's sensitive about guns too. Okay. So, but in in media, um, generally, and when I say sensitive, really? when I say sensitive, I don't mean like she sees a gun and she fucking loses it. I mean like it's like okay, someone's using a gun. What's going on here? How how well, are they going to treat? It's like you what, know. What's fascinating was I. So, uh, Chelsea and I recently saw the movie Nobody, and by the way, I fucking loved it. Like, I could talk about that forever. I know you don't care, so I'm not going to. Mm. But I was at your house while you weren't there, and your wife was. Cue, um, 70s funk music. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, no, we were just talking about, you know, life and kicks and things. Um... And I had told her that Chelsea and I went to see that movie, and I was starting to talk about like the plot a little bit, and she went, 
And I was like, what? And she's like, I, I want to see that one. I don't want you telling me what it's about. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, it was made by the same people that made like John Wick. And she's like, yeah, I like John Wick. She likes John Wick? She never told me that. That's what it sounded like. I've, I've never even seen John Wick. And John Wick is a very gun-heavy movie. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she's fine with like stuff that, that's obviously like um, comic-y or, or almost cartoonish and, and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, like Breaking Bad, she's like, yeah. By the way, I, I John, John Wick is not that. But it's also not like like beat you over the head well, serious either. I know, but I, I know that just from like what I've heard and read and stuff I've never seen John Wick so hey people out there can can uh, blast me put me on blast and please do but uh, um, I would just say it's more like it's not it's not meant to be a like oh that was so emotional I know I'm, I am I right in saying that, that am I right in saying that it's not anything like fucking Breaking Bad or no like, fuck no <laughs> yeah but Breaking Bad isn't very action heavy either but it's very, yeah, like very violence heavy. Very violent. But yeah, Breaking Bad is is emotionally exhausting. Yeah. And I fucking love Breaking Bad. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think anytime you get to the fucking Domingo scene, it's like, you know... Yeah. It's like, it's like so oh shit, man. Movie. What did I get myself into? Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, I mean, John John Wick is not... Like, there, there's some stuff that'll make you be like, oh, I'm upset about that. Because, like, the whole fucking premise of the movie is that, like... So, I mean, granted, I'm not spoiling... If you haven't seen John Wick, I don't know, jump ahead 30 seconds, maybe, but this is, like, the beginning of the fucking movie. Huh. Is that, like, um... Like, he's a retired something or other man, badass kind of type. And then, uh, like, his, his wife died... And she wound up, like, getting him a dog before she died, like a puppy. And he's like, I hate this fucking dog. But realized, like, the dog starts to grow on him. And then some bad guys killed his dog, which has a strong connection to his wife. And then he's like, I'm going to fuck you up. Mm. And everyone you know, you know what I mean? And then it's just like a whole, like, oh, well the Russian mob or whatever pissed me off because they killed my dog and now I'm going to kill everybody. That's pretty much John Wick in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, nobody was not terribly dissimilar. Mm. Um, but one thing that I found very fascinating about nobody, and of course we're actually oddly tying back into Breaking Bad here, is that instead of, uh, you know... Keanu. Yeah, action star Keanu Reeves, it was Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. who played Saul Goodman and he's a pretty like average Joe kind of guy yeah. but he is such an unbelievable badass in the movie mm. but the big thing there is more that like he's he's what um and again if you're still listening to this will be like bro I haven't seen it yet jump ahead a few seconds give me 30 seconds all right stop watching now um he was uh uh retired auditor for like all government agencies and they fucking say this in the goddamn trailer which essentially means like when the FBI is like uh we want to prosecute this guy but it's going to be too hard they would bring him in to just be like just fucking make him go away kill him you know what I mean make him disappear but he retired from that life to have like a normal family life his home gets broken into and he just says, like, hey, take what you need and please leave. And then, like, everybody around is like, you're a fucking pussy. 
I can't believe you didn't stand up to those. Like, if it would have been me and my family, and then he just snaps. Mm-hmm. And his ultra-violent tendencies all just come, like, flooding back in. Hmm. Interesting. It's really good, but you've got to like violence to want to see it. The and only, I know that's not your bag. The only movie I've ever seen is Brothers with <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Wasn't that Jake Gyllenhaal and Toby McGuire? Oh, yeah. And uh, I actually never uh, saw that. Natalie Portman? Which yeah. is upsetting because I just said, yeah, that's a good one. Never seen <laughs> it. But yeah, that, that's I was a wearing egg on their face. Strongly violent one. Um, yep. One that's not for those faint fart. But of course, it deals with PTSD. And what do you think the best violent movie you've ever seen? You're like, that was good. I know it ain't no superhero movie. I would just say Inglorious Bastards because that's quite a good movie. One of the only movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, I, I'm yeah, I'm dead fucking honest. People out there listening, it's like Lost in Translation, um, Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Oh man, yeah, it speaks straight to the heart. But no, um, uh, I really only like a handful of movies, and if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie, I'm going to watch one of those again. I don't like watching I, new movies. I really, I really want to know how much of the song "Lose Yourself" do you think you could quote before you're like, uh, 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 I could try my best, though. I'll probably. Really this is really that. ironic that I'll probably choke. <laughs> yeah. Because, okay. Okay. Um, you only get one shot. Um, yeah, so are you, you gonna, don't have to sing it for what it's worth. But yeah, uh, are you gonna uh, uh, take it or let it slip? I don't remember that like opening. Yeah, yeah. No, part, I meant the actual like. I know, but I'm trying part. to use that to like get into. It. Okay, I get it. Um, uh, um, see, I can't even think of the fucking very first. Line. I literally I can. can't either. Yeah. Um, I, I can just, only, I can just I can start from these weak arms are heavy. Yeah, uh, vomit there's vomit on his, on his sweater, sweater already. It's mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. He's nervous, but he, on the surface he seems calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. He opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking now. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. After that, I mean, I'm, you you did a lot better than I would have. Yeah. The only part that I'm like, yeah, I remember that shit is the chorus. The time's up over, blow, snap back to reality. Oh, oh there, there goes, goes rabbit gravity. choke. There goes, uh, yeah, over the gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit chokes. He's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. No, he was so something. Yeah, okay. All right, that, that's the best I can do there. You but better lose yourself in the moment. Wait, music, the music, moment. yeah, the yes. moment you own it. You better never let it go. See, I don't. I, I just do the. I just do the guitar part. The jing 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 jing. I just do the piano part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's my thing. Mm, your little video game sounds. You're like a fighting character in fucking 1994. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on over here. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get it. Anyways. Evan, how do you feel about moving on to the next artist? You feel quite plump and satiated, bloated? I think it's, I think it's high time. Sugar-coated? fat off all this ambient. Hell, yeah. So thank you, uh, Sonov. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. And uh, we'll be back here momentarily, people. People... 
Listen to me. Okay, we're on with our last pick. Uh, we have A Beautiful Burning World in their album, Velikor. Uh We're going to start with the track. Boy, um... This immediately one. sounds like the PlayStation... Uh, PlayStation... Uh, what is it? PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 1 intro thing? Um, startup sound, I mean. I think the PlayStation 2. Dear. It's a little more spacey and not that... Yeah. That was PlayStation wow. 1. Hella nostalgia vibes. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Hell Vaporwave, yeah, man. This band is from the UK. This whole list, we haven't featured a single American artist. How cool is that? This band is from the UK? Okay. All right. Well, good night, everybody. I don't <laughs> think I can really continue after that. <laughs> I'm going to... Don't worry. I'm going to no, myself hang in on. a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no way... I got the ceremonial dagger. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's no way I can compete with that level of scripted humor. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just... I can't. Yeah. It can't be done. Velicor. Neat. Yeah. Tracks um, one through five. Super uh, creative there. Uh, <laughs> oh, is it just called one? And then yeah, two, just one, two, four. three, four, five. Yeah, that's cool. I was going to say, what if that was the thing? Is we were just like one of these artists we pick one of these times, and we're just like, what if we just kind of like sarcastically, backhandedly, we're like, oh yeah, real cool album cover. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I actually I quite like the didn't, album cover. Didn't like a cigarettes do something like that where they just had an I album don't where it was just like know. symbols and it wasn't even like um there was no names. I, I don't really listen to cigarettes, but I I know that they had an album like You're that. You're testing my patience, boy, I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah. True. And then Peter Gabriel doesn't like uh he doesn't name any of his fucking albums, so they're just Peter Gabriel 1, Peter Gabriel 2, Peter a lot Gabriel of bands 3. have done that. Yeah. Queen did Led that, Zeppelin I think, did for the first couple yeah. albums. Led Zeppelin did that. Yeah. Yeah. Other artists who have existed. <laughs> I wonder how many fucking albums Buckethead has done in his lifetime. It's got to be close to innumerous. Oh, my God. Yeah, I used to listen to that cat. You know, it's funny. I, I would say I used to, too... Like that, that yeah, four. that Mitch fucking that Mitch Hedberg joke. He'd be like, I used to do drugs, I still do, but I I used to too. <laughs> but anyways, uh, no, 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 no. But um, I did used to listen to Buckethead, and then I came off it for a while. And then, funny enough, um, I started using Pandora a lot at work because well granted this was before the heyday of spotify but um i would use pandora as not only a way to be like i like this artist but hey also give me um artists that are similar which there's been a numerous fucking amount of artists that i've discovered because of pandora so thanks pandora sponsors are fight us you know how it goes um but funny enough i i created a list for um, the band Blackfield, Stephen Wilson and Aviv Geffen. Um, and it, it's really fascinating how, like, the tracks that you like will radically change and determine what shows up in your feed. But I started getting a lot of Buckethead coming in, um, not because of my like for Blackfield, but how much I was liking a lot of post rock that was coming in. Mm. And it's interesting to me to say that in 2021 because in 2000 fucking like 
2007 or 2006 when I started listening to Buckethead, it was like pure metal. You know what I mean? And I think most people, when they think of Buckethead, that's what they yeah, think of. Yeah, I mean, that's what but I his, think But his catalog is so remarkably diverse. And I would even go so far as to say, like, his post-rock, instrumental-driven music is actually, in my opinion, significantly better than his metal music. And I love, I love his metal music, listening to, like, back to, like, Soothsayer and Nottingham Lace, Jordan. So he isn't actually Paul Gilbert, right? Like, uh, wasn't that a rumor for a while? Aware, I don't think Paul Gilbert's anywhere near his, because Buckethead's, like, six foot oh, three. I, I, I thought Paul Gilbert was pretty tall. Maybe he is, but I'm pretty sure he's not. I think that's probably the only reason people came up with that rumor. Anyways. Well, I think, I think he's actually come out, like, oh. he has identified himself, but I can't, I can't distinctly remember. Um, but that being said, I don't think I've ever seen Paul Gilbert and Buckhead in the same room together. Yeah, so there you go. That saying. confirms it. But yeah, yeah, like, they, fucking yeah. flat earthers out there. That's all you need. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> you haven't seen the round earth and the flat earth in the same room together? Yeah. Thought so. Oh yeah, shit. Checkmate, libtards. <laughs> <laughs> Too much freedom for you, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's a classic inside joke. Oh yeah. I know somebody's going to hear me say that phrase and be like, what the fuck did you just say? And be like, come on, it's a joke. Take a joke. Come on. Come on now. Yeah. Anywho, um, what the hell was I saying before? Um, Buckethead is, has a, a, a long... I'll send, you, I'll send you some more of his like, um, uh, post-rock-esque albums because I think you very much might dig it, but like Too Many Humans, Angel Monster, things like that quite good yeah i i really haven't seriously listened to buckethead since i was probably 17 yeah well i'm about to change that whether you like it or not yeah. so fucking get used to it well i just God. yeah i remember i saw like a um i think it was like a guitar world i had a you know how guitar world they used to have like cds that would come I, the magazine. dude i i have a stack of those, oh, those in my fucking, nightstand those are so wanna, badass dude, dude i'll, let, I'll let you borrow some those are so great yeah I'll let you i've got old ones with like dimmu borgir i yeah. somewhere dude i have the one trivia for for shizzle oh, yeah. are you ready for this go for it somewhere i do have the one that had uh not a bet you can't play this but it was like um an instrumental playthrough that became a meme that was of the band Behold the Octopus and their play song of the song uh, playthrough of yep, the song Alcoholicos which is funny because I, I love that song and listening to it fully recorded I think it sounds incredible but the moment you take the drums away it is a nightmarish cacophony of what the fuck are you doing more guitar and uh, yeah. yeah so f- that that's become a meme but i have like the original fucking yeah like guitar world thing that had that on it that's like legendary yeah that's, that's what i'm be, saying that's gonna bro. Be fucking collectible at this point and probably so yeah. I'll, I'll grab my stack if you want to take yeah. them home and review them i don't know if you can put them on your mac or whatever. i just remember all the ones that were like marty friedman like Okay, this is. I'm going to show you how to play, uh, you know. Yeah, it's just so corny, but. Didn't so he, fun. like, used to do, like, fucking eight finger tapping and shit? Yeah, yeah, and he, he played that really interesting way where it was like a. He, like, his picking hand is, like, all fucking twisted around. He's an interesting cat. I'd love to see, like, Guthrie Govan doing Bet You Can't Play This or Go- Govan? I don't remember. Go- Go- Govan, yeah. Like governor. Oh, I think oven, yeah. I think he had said it's like glove. oven. So yeah, Guthrie Govan. But um, um, 
Uh, Glove. <laughs> Sick Glove. My name, is, my name is Keith Glove. Hi. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> Hi, my name is Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat. There you go. Keith Stone. Shout out. But, uh. Um, <laughs> Keith Stone here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want fucking beer that tastes like your grandpa's wet asshole? <laughs> Keystone oh. Light. But, uh, um. Natural oh, goodness. Light. Yes, um, but yes, those, uh, fucking, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Borgir, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Those old fucking DVDs. But yes, oh, what the fuck, I don't even know if I was, Well, so like, that was the thing. Oh, they, yeah, they, so. They weren't even DVDs. I well, was. I guess they kind of were DVDs. So, yeah, so I, I was, so there were CD-ROMs, you know. Yeah. So it's like, I popped the shit into my computer. And, yeah, the, the Buckethead one that I had, it was like a. I don't know if I had a Buckethead one. Well, and see, I, I may be completely wrong. It may not actually have been on. I like to assume that you are, but it it may be true too. I mean, you know. But anyways, no, probably not. Uh, so it was Buckethead, but he was like, uh, or I should maybe they they were like mm, um, more appropriate. Yeah, yeah they they were um, uh, like sitting outside of like a outside someone's house, like it was dark, and they're on their patio and. It had almost like a creepy kind of like I almost had a creepy vibe, you know, and uh, and there wasn't that the young Buckethead one where he plays a bunch of different shit. Yeah, he just plays yeah, I remember like that. A, a, a big fucking mishmash of stuff, and and There's one of a them little, was like, chicken picking like chicken picking stuff. But one of them that was iconic that I, that I remember is uh, the uh, the Halloween theme. Hmm. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the. Yeah, 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 and I thought that was really he fucking cool. was playing cool. two-handed. Yeah, I was just like, dude, this is fucking badass. That is so cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I then I like listened know. to a little bit of his music like after that, but I remember it being so different that I was like, oh, I was just like looking for stuff that sounded like the Halloween theme, mm-hmm. you know? I, and then I remember like banjo and yeah, the chicken picking stuff, and, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's not really my flavor. I, but, I still yeah, think, I, to I me, to this day, the two songs that I remember from Buckethead that I do still hold in very high esteem are um, Soothsayer, which I think is a beautiful song that he wrote for his aunt, who I believe I believe passed away, um, and Nottingham Lace, which I think is an incredible song. Mm, I've never heard those. I could show you both. I'll send you both. I'll send you an album, and then I'll send you those two songs. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Hell yeah. Yeah. So apparently I need to get better at washing my feet and you need to get better at listening to Buckethead. Yeah. Well, we know Poe Buddy's nerfect, you know? I guess so. This mess is a place. This mess is a place. Yeah, yeah. And that was Murder Faces tattoo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to starve to death. The very first episode of Metalocalypse. You remember seeing Death Clock live back in oh, 2010? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That ruled, man. It's so funny to me to think back to that concert and think we saw High on Fire, which I have to say, maybe this will upset some people, but I could give two shits about High on Fire. Um, Sorry. But I felt the same way at that time about the band Converge, who we were seeing live. And I fucking love Converge now. Yeah. Yeah, but at the time they were like, huh, who's this, huh? Yeah, I was like, I have no fucking idea who that is. They're weird. And then, and then in retrospect, it's like, wow, they were opening for Death Clock. It's like, God and damn. Mastodon. And Mastodon. Yeah, oh, that's right. Fucking man. Wow, I forgot about Mastodon. Yeah, Mastodon was touring Crack the Sky. How could you forget that? Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. 
That was a life-changing moment right there. That was yeah, that was the era of Mastodon that that I I really loved and then after that it just I became less and less interested. It's fascinating. I feel similarly but not the same because like I I really liked Once More Around the Sun. Um, I believe. Yeah, I, I never even called. listened to the Hunter. Like, I never even. I, I have, to it. but it's not for me. There's a couple of songs from it that I like, like the Sparrow. Um, but all in all, I don't really care for that album. And then Emperor of Sand didn't really do anything for me. Their newest album, I think, sounds pretty good. And they made an EP, um, Cold Dark Place, between the two, that was pretty good. Mm. Um, but, um, but. Uh, but uh, yeah I mean really like my two big albums that I hold in extremely high esteem are um, Crack the Sky and Blood Mountain Leviathan I think is good but it's just not my flavor and Remission I think is good as well as Call of the Mastodon but it's more that it's like there's a few songs on that album that I love and then there's just kind of everything else yeah I, I hate that when there's just a few songs on an album you like because then it's like for for me if there's only a few songs on an album that that I generally like I will not listen to that album very you much generally or genuinely uh what did I even say that for my fucking brain can't go back that far what did you I said say? generally an album that I generally like no I did mean generally because okay. I, I mean I mean like generally as in like oh I like this album as a whole but there are a couple songs that I'm not crazy about mm-hmm. um it's like uh off of um uh, remain in light by talking by the talking heads mm-hmm. by talking heads um by talk head talk kid um talk kid. there's it's just like the song listening wind i i, I feel like um I, I like it but it's just it and then even like the overload the final song from the album it, there's mm-hmm. they're kind of like slower and droning and uh, they're not as exciting as as like the other tunes, and I I like I don't like uh, on principle I don't skip songs on albums. Mm. I don't. That's just I don't go for that. And so if I'll I feel that. like I have to, it just I'd rather just not listen to I feel the you. album. It's kind of weird, but no, I mean I get it. I I do that. I'll just like listen to a certain like I'm feeling like listening to this song right now. But my big thing is that like if I find that. I more don't care for the album than I do. Like, let's say the album has seven songs on it and I like two or three. My big thing is that I I use a little iPod in my car to listen to music most of the time when I'm not at home. And I just won't fucking add that album to my iPod because most of the content I don't want to hear. Um, but if I like the majority, even if it's a slim majority, even if it's only like 60% that I typically will. Um, so like, um, Oh, good Lord. What is the name of that album? Pure Um, heroin by Lord. Yeah. Well, actually that, that would be a great example. Um, I was thinking the fucking dance, Gavin dance album. Um, uh, not mothership. Mothership? I don't know. It was the one that came after that. I can't think of what the fucking... Um, I can't fucking think of the name of it. Artificial Selection, I think, was the name of it. I like probably 70 to 80% of that album. There's a couple of songs where I'm just like, that song's okay. But 
I do like most of it, and as a result, I will rock most of it, and I keep it on my iPod, and I listen to it in my car all the time. That and Good Tiger, I feel similarly about. Um, I can't think of that album name to save my goddamn life, but that's a really good one. Um, you know that one? The one that I'm thinking of that you couldn't possibly know what I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I could like jam over this. Do yeah, it. I like this. I got a bass right here. You want to try? Yeah, I'll fucking I'll try. It's my Warwick. My Warwick um, Corvette. No way. It's a vet. She's a vet. It's so fucking heavy. Holy shit. <laughs> Doing a good job so far. And see, now it's transformative, so you can't even copyright claim that, YouTube. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I wonder how much of this is even going to get picked up. Well, I hope not a lot of it, because I'm, I'm really showing yeah. my inexperience with the bass guitar. Yeah. Though I appreciate it, because it's a great yeah, instrument. Yeah, I love playing bass. I wonder if I could play the intro riff while we're just sitting here. That's kind of like I need to actually warm up, but just for shits. Ah, bitch. Let's see. That was pretty fun. That. Where's Davey at? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Eat your heart out, Davey504, you fuck, you bald fuck. You think you can play like me? You don't fucking know. I would not be offended at all. You don't know. Davey uh, Davey gave us a shout out. Shout us out, motherfucker. No, no, fuck you, Davey504. Yeah, fuck you, Davey504. Fuck you. This is a challenge. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I would challenge Davey504 to... Yeah, no. (laughs) I can probably play bass... 1% 1% as well as Davey 504. Motherfuck, as well as Davey 504. But hey, by all means, tell him. Tell him. I'll do it for fun, but I'll lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should call out Ichikanito in that same vein. Ichika, I'm calling you out, no, man. No, in Japanese. Um, Ichika, man, I don't know. I don't even know any <laughs> Japanese at all. Watashiwa. Except for Nani. Nani? Nani? No. Except for Kaze wo Atsumete. I have no idea what that means. Well, there's a very famous Japanese band called Happy End. All right, good night, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. No. A very famous Japanese band called Happy End from the uh, late 60s, early 70s. Um, uh, uh, Haruomi Hosono was the uh, principal singer-songwriter of the band. And they are generally seen as like the Beatles of Japan because mm-hmm. they were one of the first bands to uh, that Japanese bands that sang in Japanese and didn't like sing in English, which most of Japanese music at the time was sung in English. Fascinating. Um, and they like popularized it and um, and took off, and their music is fucking amazing. But they have a song. <coughs> they have a song called Kazewa Tsumite. 
Okay. And that's the only reason I know that phrase. And I guess it means carry the wind, um, roughly. Uh, the only phrase that I remember like distinctly in Japanese is like, um, what is that fucking classic meme? Omaiwamu shindeu, which means like you're already dead. Oh, from that one anime? Yeah, it's from uh, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> old, old ass anime. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, people, it's getting to be about that time. The dogs are barking. My cat is mooing. Anyways, um, Evan, do you have any closing thoughts before I come up with the three empties? That's what I'm just going to call them from now on. Um, well, if you're going to watch, if you're going to watch the live action Grinch, the one with, um, Jim Carrey, Kim Jerry, with Kim Jerry. Um, which sounds like a it sounds like a nickname for Kim Jong Un, <laughs> Kim Jesus. Jesus. Um, oh, hang on, are you doing an empty? Is that what's going on? Well, yeah. So if you're gonna okay, watch, okay, okay, my bad. If you're gonna watch uh, the live action Grinch with Jim Carrey, um, masterpiece by the way. If you're gonna it's watch it, movie. Um, I would definitely suggest watching it on HD DVD or Blu-ray for people who remember HD DVD. Mm-hmm. Because not on Laserdisc. There's a lot of hidden um, messages, like um, sexual innuendo and horrific satanic message messages, that you can only find in those versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that and Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Oh, Eternal Sunshine. That's some trippy shit. Yeah. I never that's saw my. It. That's my never word of it. advice. Okay. Yeah. You, you want to keep going, or do you want me to take over? No. That's all I have for the day. Okay. Um. So that was number one. Number two, uh, badger, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Um, <laughs> and you know, this is this is actually just kind of a good one in general. Um, change your fucking guitar strings. Realistically, yeah, those things get fucking nasty, dude, man. Realistically, it's been too long. Yeah. You can be like, oh, I just fucking changed them. No, you haven't. Go change them. I mean, I don't know, you know, if you have to be one of those folks who, like, oh, I did one take of a guitar solo, now I have to change them again, so okay. I have the freshest yeah, strings. If, if you're That's that, a little If much. you're that anal retentive, then, yeah, no. But, realistically, most people listening to this would be like, oh, I changed my guitar string eight months ago. Fucking change them. Yep. Also, subscribe to Rudy Ayub. Uh, <laughs> but, also... Tell him we sent you. A really cool trick when you're changing your guitar strings, take them off and um, put them in the microwave. <laughs> Shut the fuck up for a long time. Good night, good night, everybody. Good day, good tomorrow, good yesterday, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I could be anything. Uh, don't drink and drive. Don't smoke meth. We out this piece. Peace.